Welcome back, everybody. This is Amelia. This is Jrada. And we are Just Model Business. So, today's exciting podcast, we literally filmed right after the intro. <laughs> so, if you listen to the intro, you know we're going to talk about Startup Weekend, which was a very interesting series of events. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, we learned a lot. For oh, sure. yeah. And we loved every second of it. It was so hard going back to our regular lives. Like, I don't know, like, I had to go back to work. And yeah, both of us had to go so back to our jobs like at super early the next day, and I've had I had people literally tell me they were like, "You look ill," and I was like too embarrassed to say anything. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, no, I'm sick for sure," but like honestly, I was so upset to like, it didn't feel real, like no. it didn't feel right to go back to like our jobs after doing something for three days that we actually cared about and like wanted to do, I guess like as a living. Yeah, I mean, I still have to do my job. I for Which sure is left accounting, my job. but either way, it's just like you. It's like stepping into a whole new world when you go to start a weekend. You're literally glued to this um, group of people in this place for three days. Well, the specific one was three days. Friday, three to days. Sunday. But it felt like three years. <laughs> it was literally fifty-two hours of being with these people, and I mean, you leave and to sleep for like five hours and come back, and then you're right back at it, and it's like this is this is crazy. Yeah. So basically. We're going to tell you a little bit about what Open Book is and then give you a rundown of day one, two, and three of the event. Yeah, so Open Book um, is our software service. Um, what we aim to do, like, like we said in the first episode, is manage communication, scheduling, and finances between uh, models and talent and their agencies, their employers. Um, so kind of trying to take control of the modeling industry as an like as independent contractors mm-hmm. um we're just trying to make things easier for people so they can handle the career that they love because um, like for us i know like modeling was like an awesome experience it was great and we wish it could have been managed a little better for us we could have gotten further we could have been a little more confident in what we were doing and we hope to we hope to provide that for other people definitely and it's obviously not anybody's fault there's always going to be some kind of issues in any job that you're at even modeling obviously in our agent she's absolutely wonderful heather shout out girl so much and she's helped so much with open book it's not even funny but she's a one-woman show she started um i almost said open book (laughs) she started found model management which Mm -hmm. we talked about in the intro where we model and she's been running it herself for a couple years and so we she's managing all these girls and she needs something that helps her basically be like an assistant in digital form so that's what we're trying to do uh not to give too much away because in the upcoming episodes we'll talk more and more about everything we've gone yeah. through everything we're trying to do and just keep you guys in the loop of how a startup and like an, any entrepreneurial thing works uh obviously we're figuring out as we go which is i think the interesting part i've always wanted to hear the input and the rawness of anything that somebody is starting or experiencing for the first time ever mm-hmm. so even like hoping we hope when this succeeds, we listen back to this. And we're like, ew, why did we sound like that? Weird. <laughs> yeah, we're probably scared. Delete it. <laughs> be like, why were you so scared? But let's jump into a startup weekend. So Columbus annually hosts a Columbus startup weekend that Techstars is, I think, the I think I think of? they host it. So I think yeah. Techstars has, like, multiple... I think so too. They have one in April or something. Yeah, they have like multiple ones aimed at like different categories. I believe. Um, could be wrong. So like, 
But this was very, it's very geared towards, like, the tech community in Columbus is very tight-knit. Everyone knows Aww. each other, and we yep. didn't know that, and we just come in like, hey, we're here. Hey, for the first time ever. What's up? Hello. And so, it was Friday to Sunday. Um, specifically, the dates were November 15th to the 17th. Mm-hmm. And basically, we got word of it. We're like, you know what? Let's just try it. We need to meet some tech people, developers, designers, because we have no knowledge of it, and we're not into the communities. So, we're like, let's just get in there and pitch this idea and see what happens. Yeah. So we did. We went on Friday. Friday. And it was, yeah, we went on Friday and it was terrifying, y'all. Oh my gosh. I, we we were terrified. Bro, <laughs> I've never sweated so hard in my life. Oh yeah. And I like had to tell Emma, I was like, you know, like our parents came to America with nothing. Like we're, we're going to be fine. We're going to yeah. be fine. I'm like, that makes it worse. <laughs> and I kept thinking of our friend Damien's um, wonderful, wonderful input where he said, they didn't have to come here. I, know. I was like, you know what? Yeah, I shouldn't have to do oh this. I'm He's scared. So funny, uh, rude, very rude man. Um, <laughs> but basically, the, what the f- dynamic was of Friday was it was you go there, you get to know people a little bit, people that were there, like that are veterans that have done it before, mentors there, mm-hmm. other people that are trying to start up their own, com- uh, I almost say community, own, their own <laughs> business. And just talk to them, get to know people, exchange information. And that's exactly what we did. We yeah. showed up. Emma and I showed up together. It was showed at, up and showed out. It was so fun. <laughs> it was at Root Insurance, downtown Columbus. Uh, they ended up hosting it. They were great. The building is beautiful. Shout out Root for doing that. Oh, my God. Their balcony was stunning. <laughs> oh, my God. You took a lot of good selfies there. Yes, we did. <laughs> and so, basically, what happened was we got there. We started meeting people. We got a few uh, cards, business cards, and we gave a few out. And then it came down to the nitty-gritty. Yeah, the nitty-gritty. Um, it was scary. It was probably a room of like 100 or so people. And basically what the gist was, um, was whether you had came with an idea or you just want to pitch for fun to practice, to know what you're like, get some feedback, you have the opportunity to do that. So it was probably about a room full of 100 or so people. 60 of those people probably pitched. And Dred and I were one of the people or groups, I guess, that went up. And it was... Um, it was exhilarating. And we tag teamed it. We got up there and we had literally a minute and they turned a laptop towards us that showed the minute. And I mean, I meant it was like shooting, like to say your idea in a minute to convince people to believe in it while giving them all the stats that you need to, to back it up and showing your passion and stuff. A minute with two Listen, people. not easy at all. We had, so we were at a cafe before that <laughs> and... I went to give my like 30 second spiel to like split in half. I timed it out when I was in class. It was like 27 seconds. Um, but after I was done, Drita like stopped the timer, turns it toward me. She goes, Emma, you, you took up the whole you minute. You took up the whole goddamn minute. <laughs> I was like, I have two seconds to say what I need to say. And so basically we were like, okay, like we'll like cut it down, whatever. So we get up there and we're like, okay, yeah, we're open book. And we get up there, and Emma's, like, rapid fire. Oh, oh my gosh. And then she hands it to me, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> It's the scariest thing The mics fall out of our hands. Our palms are all sweaty and shit. And, like, you have to, like, do soft smiles at the crowd. Like, I'm not scared. I'm not scared. I'm not scared. Uh, and so we did that, and then they give you um, a paper that says your company name or startup name, whatever, and you go around and everyone has six stickers. And basically the whole crowd, the hundred people, the, even the people that voted, give their stickers to the people that they think should, des- like, th- that deserve it. And essentially whoever had the most stickers, the top 12 startup ideas, 
go on to the next level, basically. And so we walked around, and honestly, I don't think we had to badger people. Like, that's the we thing. Really it, they were it. like, market yourself, go out there, sell yourselves, and <laughs> sell Bro, yourselves. So I, I stole our soul. I was screaming into that I crowd. I was like, money. I was like, real woman doing real work. But we really <laughs> didn't have too much. It was like, after people came up to us, like, I remember easily this guy came up to us with three stickers, and he was like, best idea I've heard. Like, and yeah. gave us all, like, three of his stickers. And I was just, like, sitting there, like, wow. And mm-hmm. to be fair, everyone there, like, uh, the thing you could have done was put all your stickers on your own paper, all your mm-hmm. own idea, and vote for yourself six times. We didn't even do that. Like, uh, obviously, we gave ourselves a few because that's what, you know, typical, like, whatever. Self-love. But, like, I specifically only gave ourselves one, and I gave everyone mine. Like, yeah. the five of mine. And I literally voted for everyone. And Emma gave away half her, so she only gave me three. There, Yeah, there was, like, a good amount of people that actually had ideas outside of, like, just pitching for fun. Had good ideas I could tell they were trying to do something with. And I was like, hey, like, outside of startup, like, if you do something with this. Yeah. Like, that's what this sticker represents. I actually feel you, man. Like, that, that was a good pitch. That was a good yeah. idea. Like, go forward. And there was a guy once, Corbett, uh-huh. that get, told us if you believe in your idea and you know the whole positivity you're giving out that those vibes and whatnot the good things that need to happen will happen and so that's exactly what we did we didn't push anything there were people coming up to us like you know why you need this because this and we're just like hey like you know we're just this app slash website trying to happen software and people were willingly like giving us everything so we ended up moving on hell yeah and it was so exciting we were in the top 12 and then after that all developers or people that pitch their ideas join teams in the top 12 so they join to basically build out either like a demo or like a better pitch Mm -hmm. for the for sunday night which is when we did the final pitches in front of judges yeah and it was sick so we're like just standing there kind of waiting to see who can join our team and it was really nice to have people come up and start hitting hitting start like asking questions hitting us <laughs> start hitting us they were beating us um, no, no, no. people came up and started asking us questions that were a little more in-depth and detailed so it was nice it was like well, what kind of software do you need running what kind of this um explain the industry a little more to me well where is your profit margin like these questions that actually mattered and it was like oh shit like mm-hmm. these people want to be part awesome. of a team that they feel can do something and they see that in us so it was, it was really insightful and really um, cool that, like, a horde of people, like, 10 people, 12 people tried to, like, join our team. And we had to start, like, like batting people away. And we did. We had to tell... I we think, did! <laughs> I think we had to tell three people no, because basically the... I guess the typical number of people you should get in your group is about four or five. And when we started saying no to people, we had eight. And mm-hmm. so... Even the like the people that were running the place came up to us. They're like, "Will anyone please come to another group for us?" And our group was like, "No, we don't want to lose yeah, anybody." So we got lucky there. Like people really believed in our idea, which we wrapped up. We exchanged information, and then day two, Saturday happens. So we had to be there at nine a.m. and it was uh, till ten p.m. It said on mm-hmm. the schedule, and it was literally till ten p.m. that yeah. we were there slaving away. And it was the best day of my life. Mm-hmm. And basically, your whole team gets together, and they just you guys just start breaking out everything. So we, Emma and I, did the pitch deck. Our developers split up. Two did app. Two of them did 
website. And then mm-hmm. the other people that were there, the three, four, they kind of just lingered away. Like they went home because I think they felt that they didn't have a place with us, which I think that was like they didn't have anything to contribute is yeah. the best way to say it. And, and that's fine. Like they, they came, they did their part. They experienced Startup Weekend for themselves, which I mean, people come for themselves. And like, maybe they were there to specifically pitch and hopefully get something, but they didn't. Yeah. So they're like, okay, well, let me try to join the team. And they're like, no, this isn't my passion, so I'm just going to go home now yeah. and do my laundry. Yeah, like, you know, like, it's startup weekend for everybody. So, like, you know, if, if they weren't able to stick with us through uh, thick and thin, <laughs> like, but, like, through the end, that's okay. Like, we were still there for a purpose, and we were going to get it done anyways. But it was cool that we had that initial team. But, yeah, like Dredda said, like, one person had to leave for a flight. Somebody had to go home because they had other obligations. Somebody had this going on. And and that that was just something like, if you ever do something like this, like be aware, you can't always just count on anybody's word. Yes. Especially if you're doing Startup Weekend. If people are like, yeah, I want to do this, and then they don't show up the next day. It, ain't nobody fault but your own. Like, yeah, Watch out for yourself. Then it's just on you to reach out to other people there and recruit or whatever but we got very lucky the process that process was very easy for us and Mm -hmm. we ended up with a great team um and then we just started like i said working on things the two guys made the app two other guys made the website em and i were doing the pitch deck preparing everything making we even made like a little icon for iphones for open book and then we what else did we do we did a lot we set up the we stressed a lot we stressed that counts as work right yeah we stressed a lot the day flew by. It felt like it was two hours, yeah. and it was it already was time to go home. It was 4 p.m. at one point, and I was like, it does not feel like We all looked ever. around. We're like, what? And it literally, that's what it is. Everyone just is, like, grinding away, and it's just the best atmosphere to be in. Everyone's so driven. And the fact that it wasn't even their idea, and they were so willing to waste <laughs> waste <laughs> to waste their time on it. It's awful to say, <laughs> but, like, you could have really just gone home. And the like, thing is, like, out. they chose to be there, and spend all the weekend with us building mm-hmm. this out and so we mm-hmm. were very lucky and we got to talk to a lot of great mentors mentors mm-hmm. one of them was alex and mm-hmm. he basically wins every startup weekend for some reason yo he well not for some in. reason he's amazing and he literally tore us apart which is perfectly fine and then put us back together literally i mean we ended up doing better i'm not gonna get to that part yet uh and so he was great um and we got very lucky with all the people that we spoke with which led us to basically finishing up a lot we were the app was almost done saturday night Mm -hmm. and then the website was not no and that's another thing you just gotta trust your people and that was i wasn't even scared though which is the weird part i wasn't worried i was like okay whatever happens happens like i think everything will be fine yeah and here's the thing though like also, we were confident enough that, like, even if something, like, went downhill on the other end, like, the core of the idea and, mm-hmm. like, where it lives was, like, between us. And you know? I do have to say that's crazy because the idea that Em and I originally had, we had in our minds for about two months. And then Wednesday, we met with our agent from Found, Heather, and we were basically back to from ground, like, starting from ground up because we completely scratched our idea and started with going on a completely different path we cut mm-hmm. out we were doing um right now we're doing agent to model slash mm-hmm. talent uh before we were doing client to talent and so that's like it may be hard to understand if you're not really in the in the industry mm-hmm. but it's a very big change that includes huge changes such as like the features that you're going for the payments 
your target market. Like, everything yeah, was everything different. Yeah, everything just the way, like, you view, like, the career course. Like, what, what business do agencies have that even existing? And, like, Heather kind of put us, I guess, in our place where she's like, well, how are you supposed to regulate, like, the exploitation of like models and work if you don't have an agency that cares about how much they're getting paid or who they're going to or being able to say no for you and stick up for you you know yeah like okay Mm -hmm. fair fair point that's not something i I think we put too much consideration on. and i think that's what people don't realize is the agency is not the bad guy uh when you're not getting paid or when your scheduling doesn't go through correctly that's not the problem the problem yes there is miscommunication that needs to be solved but like I said, that's hard to do when there's nothing helping you do that when you're an agent that's managing like 20 plus girls or guys. And so it's the clients that try to jip the models. Mm-hmm. And it's not everyone. We're not saying that every client is awful and you need to watch your back. But like there's a lot of times that clients withhold payment or they are late on payments. Actually, they're always late on payments. Uh, and they don't give out the correct booking information or they'll say, which Heather told us this, she'll say, they'll say, okay, like 10 to two on Saturday, but they won't ever tell the model or the agent that it's two hours away because of they're running the risk of having to pay more money. Or she'll say, no, that's too far for our model to go for that amount of time. So there's always miscommunication Mm -hmm. and our agency is, any agency is basically experienced enough to know this is right, this is wrong, this is how much it should be payment wise this is what is okay and what is not okay and so that's why we were like okay there's a lot of gray area and maybe we should just make this miscommunication better and fix that aspect between the agency and the model yeah and like we we also want like like your booking details to be like viewable on an app you know we want like after you're booked for a job like you can be like okay well here's the location here's the time here's i mean person of contact here's who else will be on set with me here's how i should come prepared all that kind of stuff easily laid out and like easy to digest and view mm-hmm. and so basically we went ahead and changed everything so it was sorry everybody it looks like uh my laundry is taking a turn <laughs> is that what that was i thought somebody was banging on the door and so basically we changed everything so that's i mean it was literally from ground up and so we went into Sunday. Sunday we had the app basically finished. Uh, we had our pitch deck basically finished. Mm-hmm. And then we had our website not finished. Our website was not finished and we didn't even end up using it. Like we no. had like a paid for the web portal oh, yeah. that we could see, but it wasn't like a working dialogue. I guess. It was the bare minimum, which MVP, minimal viable product, we basically had a demo for that. Uh, like I said, our developers and coders were absolutely as phenomenal with what they made for us mm-hmm. and what we were able to showcase. And so we basically did a few practice runs, uh, some coaching. And it was, it was, yo, listen, guys, I think we got up and running what we were going to say in the pitch in like an hour which maybe sounds like a lot of time, that's nothing. We were running around. I prepared that 30 seconds for like three days in our initial pitch. And then we had to pitch Mm -hmm. five minutes, five whole minutes we had to take up to pitch to a room. And we got that done in like an hour. Yeah, yeah. And it was really funny because we were, Emma and I ran away from everyone to sit (laughs) while they were finishing up the development process. And we were sitting on the balcony and I just remember getting a call like, where are you guys? And people, they were like, 
our team was blowing our phones up and I'm like, we're on the balcony practicing <laughs> and it was the most stressful. And then we went to a staircase with our team and it was just like, which they were great. Also, they were very, um, picking on everything we say. Yeah. They were bullying us. They were picking on us. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. They were like nitpicky, which is perfect, which is exactly what you need. And you need to be able to accept those things. Mm-hmm. You don't need to accept the changes right away. You can say, no, this is what I think and negotiate because there were some things that we didn't end up changing that they wanted us to, or that, we wanted to change and they weren't for. And so you have to negotiate and be open to everything. But don't get upset if they're picking on every little word you say because that's what judges are doing. So they're just basically being the pretrial to whatever you're about to say in front of a lot mm-hmm. of people. Mm-hmm. And so we went ahead and prepared. Uh, another thing I will tell you guys is always dress nice for pitches because oh, yeah. people say, oh, like it's casual, whatever, laid back. Everyone there literally looked at us. They're like, thank you for dressing up. Like, I know it's casual or whatever, but it's still a pitch. You're still pitching something. You need to represent yourself correctly. Yeah. And that is something I cannot stress enough. It also makes you feel better when you pitch. You're more formal. Yeah. And like, there's a site. People always forget that there's a psychology to these things. Like, yeah, everybody likes the funny person or the, or the dramatic person, person like put on a show. But like, in general, people want to be able to take something like Startup Weekend seriously. So mm-hmm. so take it seriously. People will appreciate that. They're like, oh, they came dressed in like in their business suits and they came in heels or you can tell that they, they showered actually. Mm-hmm. Like psychologically, people look at that and say, okay, they put an effort in work. That matters. That's at least one point towards them. Definitely. And another point, well, we can get to the points after. We'll just like yeah. run through the story and then, mm-hmm. uh, and then the exciting part happens. Yeah. Well... The pitching took about two and a half hours, which I did not know would take that long because I like, as soon as they said we're starting and we were number 10. And just so you know, there was 11 teams at this point because two of them merged. Mm -hmm. So we ended up with 11 teams and we signed up as number 10. Mm -hmm. And we were, as soon as they said starts at five, we were freaking out. We're like, our heart rate was up. We were shaking, sitting down, waiting. Well, that gets a little tiring after an hour <laughs> and so i literally almost fell asleep em and i started playing pool on our phones uh we were still listening obviously respectful of all presentations right but like you're tired like it, you're you're there for three days your adrenaline's you all this, rushing yeah, you're anxious all this and then like an hour passes from the point up until you need to like get on stage and you just become tired like your body just can't handle it anymore i was like i have like, to oh, take a nap no. emma and she was like are you not worried and i'm like at this point, no. Like, I need to get this over with because I want to go to bed. I tried. I pretended really hard. Like, I was fine. No, we all knew. Like, at one point, there was so- something happened with, like, the, the text. So oh. They called, like, a 10-minute break. My. I've never felt so comfortable in my life. I what? Like, yeah, listen, I needed that 10-minute break. I was like, okay. Okay, well, all here's right. <laughs> why I was worried. Because the tech portion of it, something went out with the projector for... I believe, not the HDMI portal, but the other one that, I don't know, tech. No, don't the know. other one that computers the can dust use. Up. And it turned all presentations purple. And the problem is, <laughs> that's fine and all, but not when your presentation is purple and ours was purple. And I was yeah. like, oh my God, nobody's going to be able to read a thing. <laughs> no, that's what I'm, I was literally about to sit there and edit everything out and like change everything to like red or something. Like I was so worried nobody was going to be able to read what we were showing but then they said we can use HDMI, and it was funny because Emma's laptop worked for H. Did it? Did your phone? mine did not have HDMI? Okay, so we were going to use Emma's originally. She did not have HDMI, and mind you, there's like six people in this group now. 
Another guy said, oh, I have HDMI, but his was one of those portable ones that you can make your computer HDMI. And they said, no, uh, an add-on will not work. And so mine was left. So we're like, okay, we'll use Dreta. So I went- Dreta was dead. So we had to- So I had to go charge mine. So another anxiety attack basically happened. The billionth one. And then it was time. We lined up. We were on deck. Walked the plank. Walked the plank. Yeah, it was- so I think I blacked out. Straight yeah. up, I like I'm like, I, it was over. At one point, it was over, and people were, and I like came to, I'm like, oh my, hello, like how long have I been on <laughs> stage? Like, yeah, yeah. We walked up, and one of the guys in our group, Zach, uh, was setting up the laptop, and he was basically going to click through in case there were any issues with the clicker we had. And there were four judges. They were official judges. They were legit. One was like a CIO of. The state of Ohio, another one is attorney, another one works for a root, and another one, there's a lot of them. Yeah. And so, basically, they were great. They were wonderful, beautiful people. We got on stage, and I just remember talking to us, just because I was like, if I don't talk now, I'm just going to lose it. So, I was like, Emma, like, this is nice. I'm, like, walking around at looking casual in front of hundreds of people. And... It's really weird because a picture popped up on the projector. I have to mention this because mm-hmm. my mom cried when I told her this. <laughs> it wasn't my wallpaper. That's why it's weird. Oh, that is weird. And uh, my pictures weren't up. So I don't know how that thing popped up. But basically, I used to have a wallpaper a long time ago that said in Bosnian, uh, everything that is near and dear to your heart is far away. And I changed that like over a year ago. Dang. And when they went to connect my laptop, it was on the projector in front of all these people. And I was like, huh. Maybe I didn't change it. And I remember going home and I was like, I changed that thing a long time ago. Like, I don't even know where it is. It's not on my desktop. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah. And I, my mom just started bawling. She's like, it's a sign. I'm like, okay. And I remember saying it to you. I'm like, oh, it's a sign. But I was like kidding a little Mm -hmm. bit. But I just had to throw that in there because I'm like, I forgot to tell you that it was never like a thing. But uh, then we basically had five minutes to pitch our idea. And at my night. We'll, we'll give you guys a little rundown of how we organized our pitch deck mm-hmm. and some tips we have about how to do them. Yes. So Emma did the first part. Yeah. And that was just kind of like the, the why is it a problem? Um, like the what and why. Like what is happening? What is the issue? Mm-hmm. Um, like where is it all going wrong? And then the why. Why is this important? Why is this something you should care about? Um that's really, I guess, like the the passion portion. Like, the, yeah. like here here's the reason we're starting. Here's why we want this idea to come to life. You know, like you can have an idea, but if there's no gung ho behind it, if you can tell that there's no genuine emotion, there's no actual ambition to get something fixed, people aren't gonna buy it, and people don't care. People want to be a part of something that matters, something they feel is actually gonna influence things for the better. Um, and that was the kind of the portion I took over as one of them, like here's the issue. Imagine being an independent contractor and not knowing when you're getting paid. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, step into our shoes. That sucks. Nobody yeah. wants to have to be a part of that, especially if they love their career. Um, so just kind of talking about the livelihood and then a quick mention of, a, so how are we going to fix this? And I was yeah. like, well, through Open Book, it's a solution on one platform. I gave them a quick demo, um, which I think they loved. There was one oh, point. Oh, it was beautiful. Yeah, it was, it was really nice. It was the, the web portal demo and the app demo. And there was that one point where you get like a message from your, <laughs> like a fake message from your agent. And it just said, get your ass to the booking. <laughs> and I think that was a crowd pleaser. Our developers thought it was funny. Yeah, I was like, okay, good icebreaker. 
Um, oh, you laughed. That's I was like, where oh, yeah. I wrapped up, and then Drita gave the hard hidden facts. Yeah, so I kind of took over with like the stats on like the target market and finances, finances, and basically our revenue model and business model or whatever you want to call it, and money just basically listed out. You know, who are we targeting broadly, then specifically for starting out, and focused in on you know numbers, which I'm not going to bore you guys with. But I did that portion, and then we talked about testimonials, you know, market validation that we had, and we showed who we had that was validating it, and then we said thank you, and we showed our team pick and said we're ready for questions. So that's when our team came up on stage with us, mm-hmm. and the judges were allowed to ask three three minutes worth of questions, and so I took over the first two questions. Mm-hmm. And one was, and we were ready for it, and I was so excited mm-hmm. about this bad boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they asked what our competition was, and we had a slide ready for them. Literally right after that team picture, I was like, well, let, if you would turn to the slides. <laughs> and <laughs> I, if you turn your attention over here. I got so excited. I started fumbling with the clicker. I was like, well, actually, give me a second. <laughs> and I was like, this is our time to shine, because I knew this would happen. I remember saying, I was like, listen, I know that they're going to ask about the competition. Let's just put it at the end oh, so absolutely. we look like we're ready. You know, yeah, uh, and they laughed, and I just remember them being like, "Oh, okay," <laughs> and gave them a little rundown. Then they asked another question. I forget what the question was. I also I blacked out. Yeah, I, it it had something to do with like, well, aren't you missing out money if this, this, and that, or something? Oh, okay, so finances. So yeah, we did. I said that, and then I passed over the mic to Emma because I didn't want to talk through the whole thing. And so then the qu- next question was about basically. Uh, Social media. Yeah, it was like, well, how does this even, you know, like there's this whole new wave of people that are finding work without being signed to an agency. Like, how is this going to mess you guys up? Are you trying to be inclusive of that? Like, how are you guys going to take all this social change and all this reform, like, into consideration with your product? Because it's like, it's very niche. It's like for the modeling industry. Can anybody else get on this? Um, mm-hmm. and basically our response was like, yeah, we, we know that's happening. Like, and long term, yeah. sure. That's something we want to do and learn more about and get into contact with. But right now, like, this is our main issue. This is our minimal viable product. We want to take care of this be- before we're confident enough to take, you know, to take in anything else. We got to start small so we can dream big. Right. And I think, was that the last question? No, there was one more about, um, I forget what the last one was. was yeah, we had four questions. How can you, um, in what ways is your company going to be able to grow? Like how scalable? Oh is it? yes, and so we were. We answered. I might answered a portion of that, and as we were handing the mic away, our developer, app developer Zach, grabbed it. He's like, "One more second. and they started laughing, and he basically said that it's not just limited to the talent industry. Again, not to bore you guys, and so. Basically, we did our thing. We did that. We presented as well as we could. We had five minutes, and we took up, I think, most of the, like, went into, like, four and a half minutes. Mm -hmm. Because I know that he put up the one-minute finger and threw me off. I got all scared. (laughs) And, yeah, and it was, like, exhilarating. It felt good. Like, I felt... I was fine when Emma was talking because I was just, like, looking at Emma and being in front of people as models, like, that's not a big deal to me. But as soon as I had to start speaking, I was like, oh, God. Scared. They tested me. Yeah, it was just like you could mess up any minute. And what if you said the wrong answer and they automatically, you ruined the whole, especially with numbers. Like if I said average instead of annual, like I could have messed everything up. They could have been like, that's awful. Right. And so 
we ended it and we were there was one more group that mm-hmm. went after us one more startup and then we that waited was a whole lot of waiting yeah that it was, was like 30 minutes game. though it was yeah and i know i think jordan and i had like different takes on it and like uh my my partner came to support and he was like oh like i'm so nervous for you guys this and that and i was like i'm not nervous like at all like what happens happens like i just wanted the, to know yeah for me it was like the most nerve-wracking thing happened like oh I'm, yeah. I'm cool and to me i was like whatever like even with or without like whatever happens like we're gonna move forward anyways outside of this like mm-hmm. we learned so much such incredible things and things of so much value we were able to take yes. in over those three days Ooh, of the weekend yeah. so i was like three months whatever happens like we got it felt like three months yeah. but basically we waited for like 30 minutes and like we said we weren't worried i guess mm-hmm. because whatever happened happened and there was a lot of great startup ideas there oh yeah a lot of them were social impacts which is why i thought we wouldn't get it because a lot of more sponsored type events are geared towards social impact and while this is a some sort of social impact you can't compete with like mental health and stuff yeah. with this sort of thing and that's what a few of them were it was like more of like health and you know moral yeah there's morally like, there was like an app that was supposed to like be able to hook you up with um like 24 7 nurses or mental health the elderly yeah and like, then, how are yeah. you going to fight with the elderly? I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, they're going to win. Yeah. And I was rooting. How I gave them a to fight with the elderly? I gave them a sticker. <laughs> and so basically we were like, okay, whatever happens, happens, you know. And there was basically third, second, and first place. And also popular, most crowd, crowd's popular vote, right? Yeah, like a crowd favorite or something. Right. And uh, didn't get that. <laughs> as soon as we weren't the crowd favorite, I was like, "That's it." We're, we don't I know. Even have I it. was like, oh, "Well, actually, I felt like we wouldn't be because everyone there was very like techie and whatnot." Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Nobody cares about models." <laughs> and so then we, you know, it was funny because Emma's boyfriend Sean was like recording, and I was like, "Record each third, second, and first. And if they all, if none of them end up being open, but just delete, just delete, and on. don't tell me you deleted them." <laughs> Don't tell us you're recording. It'll make us feel bad later. He's like, but you told me to. And I was like, just do it without, you know, don't ruin this for me. <laughs> and so we we couldn't sit. We were standing in the back with our team. Mm-hmm. And they called up third place, which was about potholes. And <laughs> basically, uh, Damien, our friend who's helping us with this company as well, the startup was actually working for them just because he didn't want to work with he us. He came with us and joined another group and got third place. I think it's because he's like, I'm stuck with you no matter what, so I might yeah. as well dabble somewhere else. <laughs> um, so he's a great speaker, by the way. Great, great, great mentor for pitching. And then second place was Nananas. Ananas. Pineapple. Ananas. Wait, did they get that? Why did they say name it that? You know, that's I don't crazy. Know. I, I really don't know. I don't even remember what their startup was about. It was something about translations and over- papers, I think, uh-huh. uh, for immigrants. Mm-hmm. Something along those lines, which, again, societal impact mm-hmm. and potholes, government backing easily. Yeah. And so then I was when it got to first place, I was like, I looked at him. I was like, it is fine that we didn't get it. <laughs> And I remember Sean just looking and laughing at us because we're like, yeah, yeah, we're fine. We're fine. We're fine. It's like, it's not like little birds. It's like, it's like, we're fine. No, I, <laughs> from Finding Nemo. Um, I was fine. I was just like, Emma, we're going to do this no matter what. It would be nice that all the work we put into would have gotten us mm-hmm. this. Like, it was almost like a validation thing. It wasn't even mm-hmm. like that we needed 
and we don't even know what we won. Um, no, we don't. And so, then, and then the judge was about to was about to <laughs> announce first place, and I think my head there was just static running through my head <laughs> at this point. I was like, I I don't know. I would love to. It feels like we should. It feels right, but it also feels like there were ideas that. Maybe exactly. align more with these people. I really don't know. It could go either way. And I'm just, I'm confused. My and mom was fried too yeah. after the whole yeah, weekend. And my boyfriend was just like, there's no way you guys didn't get first place. Like there's no, the whole time it was like, you guys got like in the bag. And, and I was like, like, no, everyone else had real know. problems. Like, and like, and then, once again, everything's a real problem. Like even in modeling, but just like, like it, this is like health and stuff we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, we're talking about like personal health and, and like, I, I don't know like big government backed ideas and stuff and ours was like this industry that nobody knows anything about that we wanted to help out that most people can't like identify with and then and most people don't even think is necessary (laughs) and so we're just like sitting here and we're looking and he opens up his little his little note card and i see his mouth (laughs) form the the shape of an o and my heart was like oh shit like i think he's about to say open book i had no idea and even after he said it like her emma's boyfriend recorded it and you just see me go oh (laughs) and everyone runs and i'm like oh us no come back no it was seriously like me (laughs) it was so bad emma was like emma even rushed up zach rushed up tommy everyone rushed up in our team and I mean, I'm just over here like, oh. And, Are we sure we didn't? And then my mind, like, I was so tired. I'm calc. Everyone's like rushing up there. I'm like, okay, let me strategically get to the front without knocking anything over. Like, <laughs> my mind was just not like accepting it. It was like, no, you didn't get it. It was. It was. But we got really, it in the bag. Yeah, we got it, and that we talked about it on the car ride home. It was. I don't know. It just felt so insightful to know that like there are people that have experience with businesses, with startups, with finance, with legality, with with uh, taking in a target market and acquiring them. Like to know that they saw something in us in the short five minute presentation and say, yeah, like we think you guys deserve to have the spotlight. Like, mm-hmm. We think you deserve whatever prize is at the end. Uh, basically, out of everything we did, the only thing they said that they wished they would have heard was product validation. We had the market validation. It's the product of the features that we had. Were they need- necessary? Was there something else that models, talents in general, and agencies wishes that they would have had on the platform? And so we had everything, and that's what they said. They were like, the, your guys' stats were on point. Your guys, The fact that you guys are open market to like all kinds of things not just modeling that's a big deal to them and they were saying that we were well prepared the demo was clean yeah and they're Uh, like and it's sick that you guys are part of the industry that you're like aiming towards not a lot of people can say that Mm -hmm. and so we they were very happy with us and we were very happy it was it was just so rewarding to know that basically this was going to be it was seen as something that that, that has the potential to like live past startup weekend. And I will say all weekend people kept coming up to us from other startups, from mentors and organizers, and everyone came up to us and would just be like interested in what we're doing because they're like, this is legit. Like you guys could really do this. And every, and they wouldn't even like say that, but you could just tell by how intrigued they were by yeah, us. Yeah, and it's so far away from those people that they're like, oh, like let me learn more. Like mm-hmm. you can learn about 
stocks. You can learn about the health industry. You can learn about all these things pretty easily because most people can identify. Everybody has to go, has to have health insurance. Everybody needs, <clears throat> excuse me, car insurance. You can dabble for the most part in, in, in all of these little big industries, I mean, but like something like modeling or talent, it's not something that a lot of people are offered. So when they don't know, they're like, yeah, tell me more. Yeah. I, I, I want to be more knowledgeable. I want to be right there with you. Mm-hmm. So we got first place, which felt great, and we were so happy, and we went home, and our parents screamed. Oh, I screamed needed it. After half. the stress, boy, if we didn't get first place, I don't know what I would have done. Cried. Of course, uh, I, we would have moved forward, but yeah. my God, like all that stress yeah. that went into those three days. <gasps> and oh, my gosh. We know it's needed, the whole thing that we're doing, and we know it's necessary in that people in the industry back it up but it was just nice to see the people who don't even understand the industry well Mm -hmm. the judges and the crowd Mm -hmm. who have never even like don't even understand what is happening in the industry that they were like yes and so i think that's what i loved about it and i mean it it still really hasn't like it's hit me a little bit Mm -hmm. and little by little but we just were so tired and we had to go to work the next day and it was just we haven't had time to, like, enjoy because we have to, like, go straight back to our, like, moderate lives. And then we sat down and filmed this. So we literally have not even, like, had time to talk. This is our first time talking it through, actually. Yeah. And so, all in all, great experience. The only thing I would say is Startup Weekend, uh, you have to be very, very direct with what positions are. Forthright. You got to be open. You got to be transparent. You you cannot be afraid to put your foot down and say, guys, mm-hmm. like this isn't to offend. This isn't to be mean. Um, this is to make clear boundaries so that as a team we can all work better. And just for ourselves too. Nobody wants to stress over nothing. Let's talk about it and let's move forward. And don't assume everything. Don't assume that somebody's acting a certain way because of whatever. Don't assume that you're automatically going to continue with this team afterwards. That is something that you don't even need to worry about during Star Week, which is what we learned. But you need to worry about after you guys figure out if you want or not, obviously, or whatever placement you get. That's when you finally take those steps to sit down with that team, whoever is still interested, and say, hey, what can we offer you? What can you offer us? Can we come to some kind of terms? Which is what Em and I are in the process of doing with Mm -hmm. a few members. And so, yeah, that's what Startup Weekend did. Uh, We can also, in the next videos, when we're talking about other tips and tricks that we learned regarding pitching and... Just overall, the startup thing that we're doing, the thing that we're doing. The thing that we are doing. Obviously, we're still tired. I still haven't even, like, recouped yet. It's Tuesday. Jeez. And we will release this on Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday? Tomorrow, Wednesday? Yeah. Tomorrow's Wednesday. We want to do Wednesday? Yeah, I guess we're doing Wednesdays. We're doing Wednesday, guys. Yeah. I might put up the intro today. Heck yeah. Just because it'll give us, like, a day, you know? Intro tonight, guys. Intro tonight. Uh, weekly Wednesdays. Weekly yeah. Wednesdays. Weekly Wednesdays. Ooh, Just love model the business on Wednesdays. Yes. And in future episodes, something that I know I really want to talk about next mm-hmm. um, is like just how the industry is, like what it was like on certain shoots or Ooh, like yeah. how, yeah, nitty gritty of like, God, like how tiring it is, how inspirational it is, how gray and vague it can be. And just like, so, I honestly, sometimes like intimidating and like insecurity yeah. driven and you have like, to pretend like yeah that's fine and then our best shoots are our worst shoots and we won't mention names because that is bad <laughs> yeah and, i mean 
do's and don'ts of the industry. Yeah, and that's some stuff we really want to talk to you guys about because that'll give you more clarity on why we think it's so important that like models and talent can manage their own careers because yeah, modeling seems like glitz and glam, but guys, it's not. Oh, it is man. not easy work. There's beautiful really times, draining. but there are some times where you're just like some get really me dark out of here. Too. Yeah, and that's another thing. Like that's why I I want to do this business entrepreneurial thing because I'd rather do run a business than be a model honestly mm-hmm. that's my sort of that's what I've realized at least especially yeah. with the rush that I got over the weekend yeah I was like oh this is and it. that's like the cool thing like about this industry like we went in as as models and came out still wanting to be part of the creative industry because it's sick it's such a cool place to mm-hmm. be in but it helped us also kind of reanalyze ourselves and say hey yeah we want to be a part of it but in a different way and it's a little more fulfilling for us. Yeah. Um, but we do want to, for sure, help the people that are in there as models, as career talent. I Like my younger brother, um, he is he signed with a huge agency. Yeah, he's he is. doing all of our work. And that's somebody that if he does this for a career or like over the long haul, I want him to be feel, feel comfortable and be able mm-hmm. to like have access to his finances, his schedule, communication with the people getting him work. I want him to be comfortable and confident in his career. And I want agencies to be confident representing him. Um, so it's people like that that we're, we're trying to take care of. Yeah. So basically, we hope you enjoyed our story and our journey about... Startup Weekend. Yep. And <laughs> we loved every second of it. Thank you to everyone that organized it and helped facilitate it and all the mentors that gave us advice and all the people on our team. And all the good food. Mm, oh, we had some food. good food. Oh. But basically, it was a great weekend overall. Honestly, best, best experience that I could have imagined especially yeah. our first startup weekend yeah. and our first time getting to know the tech community in columbus yeah. that was just oh, it was amazing really wow. eye-opening makes you feel part of the bigger picture a little bit motivates you yeah. and so in the upcoming videos we will videos Podcast, Podcast. auditory videos. Okay, there we go. Mm. Um, save. Uh, in the upcoming podcast, we'll talk about modeling experiences and also well, not the exact same video. The next video. I mean, podcast. 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 podcast, podcast. We'll, we'll podcast. get the hang of this. <laughs> um, and then in the next podcast, we'll talk about... So we'll talk about in the next video. Oh, Emma, can you close it out? <laughs> so in the next podcast, the ones that are up to come, we're going to lead you guys through what our experiences in modeling have been. We're going to lead you through um, what's going on in terms of re- regrouping a team effort and our steps along the way of how we're going to gain support behind open book and mm-hmm. kind of what our what our emotional experiences and roller coasters are gonna look like and if there's anything you guys want to hear specifically please email us we'll put it in the link and we'll put put i'm losing i need to go to bed oh, and we'll day, put our handles in the link as well so you can follow us and we can follow you back and we can mm-hmm. all watch each other watch each other and our LinkedIn's because I don't know I like kind of LinkedIn I kind of like I kind of like LinkedIn I wanna, do you guys want to link up feels good you want a link let's link let's link, connect LinkedIn uh, <laughs> so with that being said I am Amelia and I am Dreta and this has been Just Model Business whoop